You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Hello, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is TJ. And my name is Tana. Yes. The show has been <laughs> taken over by two strangers. No T-Mac, <laughs> no Cookie Monster, no Biscuit, no Mr. Kid. Yeah, but we promise we'll do a good job. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And today we're joined with two very interesting people, Pastor M and Pastor Christine. Hello, guys. Hello, how are you? Hi TJ, hi Tana, <laughs> hi to all the listeners let's, let's out there. Yes. Hello everybody. <laughs> great, great. Um, so this week our topic is an interesting one. You know, as young people, with for myself, I speak for myself, in a couple of maybe years <laughs> or months, mm. I'm looking to get married and stuff. So mm. we're starting to have these questions, you know. Mm-hmm. So the topic for today, we're going to be talking about finances in marriage we keep hearing that it's a huge thing people get divorced it's like the number two yeah, issue with marriage cause of conflict and, and divorce and we've been wondering what is it about finances makes it such a hot topic about yeah so we're excited to talk about that today all right so let's get into it yeah do you agree pastor christina that finances are one of the biggest causes of conflict in a marriage my goodness, yeah, that's a that, that's a loaded question. Um, yes, to a, to a to a certain extent, I I, I agree with that uh, statement. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, you find that when when you're involved in counselling or when you're talking to to either you know both parties um, yeah. in a marriage or or one or the other, um, a lot of times when issues come up, whether someone is talking about in-laws, finances will fit in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. If someone is talking about uh, uh, you know, uh, relatives, extended relatives, whether on the husband's side of the family or her side of the family, again, finances will, you know, will will, will be a part of, will be a part of the issues. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, to a certain extent, it is one of the, the biggest sources of conflict. Okay. Why do you think it is such a hot topic within marriage? Um, I think it's the agreement part, eh? Yeah. It's, it's just two people coming in with the ideologies and how they were raised yeah um you know and what they saw happening around them yes. regarding finances and how finances were you know were dealt with in in the house and so on and most of the time when we get married without even realizing it we take a lot of that into our marriages mm-hmm. you know and into our relationships and we forget that we're actually dealing with a new person completely mm-hmm. and we're supposed to start our own life with this person where we we tend to carry forward <laughs> yes. those experiences and we base our assumptions and our expectations, um, you know, on, on, of our partner. We base them based on what we experienced when we were growing up or what we saw when we were growing up. So it's, you know, that's what it is. Oh, I kinda, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So, but, okay, I just want to ask this question for the young people who are dating out there. How can you actually assess someone's financial personality? Because when usually when you are dating, you only deal with money in terms of who's paying for this date. Are we splitting this bill? Do you pay the whole bill? Who's paying for fuel? Who's paying transport money for a meeting somewhere? How can you actually assess someone's financial personality? Like, should you now start asking them to tell you if they are making a purchase above, above a certain amount of money? Or how can you how can you incorporate <laughs> this idea of finding out how they are and how they deal with money? Because usually you only start joining your money after marriage. 
And that's mm-hmm. usually when you find out, like now when you're getting notifications, good, ah, $500 spent where, <laughs> you know, but how can you, how, what can dating couples do to begin to assess whether they have financial compatibility? I think uh, one is observation. Mm. You observe how someone uses their money. Yeah. And then in your observation, uh, you are looking to see, does this person know better? Mm-hmm. Or they don't know better. Mm. Okay, then from after observation, you are looking at uh, teachability. Mm-hmm. Nah, this is, uh, yeah. Are they willing to learn something yeah. different or mm. they are fixed in their ways? Okay. Okay, and then three, yeah. you're looking, there are some people who, um, if they've got $10 in their pocket, mm-hmm. they meet someone who says, Ah, sister, mm-hmm. I need help. Mm-hmm. The $10 will, will immediately leave mm-hmm. her pocket, even if it was meant to buy something <laughs> for the family. Yeah. Then you know that, okay, this is how this person is. Uh-huh. Uh, are they teachable? And they'll tell you, this is how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is how you're wired. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see, are you willing mm-hmm. uh, to leave the house with nothing mm-hmm. to protect us? From how you are wired. Wow. <laughs> wow. If this person is willing mm. to say, okay, I will leave the house with nothing to protect us. Wow. Then you have a future. Okay. But if the person is like, uh, no, don't try and change me. This is what I am and I like it the way it is. <laughs> and if you can't uh, change or tolerate it too bad for you, then you have some serious questions to ask yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to make the choice. (laughs) You have to make the choice. With your eyes wide open. (laughs) In line with with what you just said about observing and seeing, I noticed that how some of, you know, some of us then see and observe how the future looks like is we look at the financial status of the person. Mm -hmm. So how does that determine how I pick someone, whether someone is at my financial level or lower or... Is is that really a thing that we have that financial inequality between the guy and the girl? Uh, it's important to know what somebody wants to do in life, to mm-hmm. achieve in life, mm-hmm. because that will also give you an idea of how they will spend mm-hmm. money. Okay. So yeah. whether they have money now or not, it will give you an indication. Mm-hmm. And you look at how committed they are to the things that they are saying. Yeah. No, some people just say, I want a house, I want a boat, I want to have horses, <laughs> but they're not committed to those things. Yes. So they wouldn't spend in that direction. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who want those things and they are committed to those things. And so they will spend in that direction. Mm-hmm. So you need to know what are someone's passions? Mm-hmm. What are they passionate about? Mm-hmm. Because generally your money will follow your, your passion. Wow. Let's say if I'm an avid football follower, Yes. Uh, I get paid, uh, let's say, a thousand rands yeah. per month. That's my salary. Mm-hmm. And I've got a, my team's football jersey costs a thousand rands. <laughs> I'll be happy to take my whole salary, buy my team oh. jersey, and oh see what goodness. to do the rest of the month. <laughs> and figure everything else out. Yes, <laughs> because that's my passion. Yeah. So you are looking to see what is this person's passions mm-hmm. because that is what is going to draw their resources. Their resources and again, yeah. are you interested in their passions? Mm. Or are you going to look and say, ah, 
this football nonsense mm. and then it becomes so irritating to you yeah. then you you get to a place where you're fighting over finances mm. but it's not really finances you're fighting over you're fighting over someone's passion oh, but it will wow. come out that you are wasting money mm. doing this our money oh, you are doing wow. that you are doing that. but it's really a conflict in passions okay so it's important that you are saying what what is this person passionate about okay uh, wow. and then if their passions are things you can uh, join in mm. or things you don't mind uh, putting resources to mm-hmm. or things you can tolerate yeah. then you're okay but if you can't tolerate their passion then definitely you you know you're going to be fighting over resources because no matter what in your eyes that person is wasting money okay, okay. i'd like to respond to that but um i'm going to bring in the the the, the spiritual aspect uh-huh. um, you know part of your question was the issue of using you know that to then gauge whether you can get married to the person or not yes. based on where they are financially and so on mm-hmm. and um, like i was saying off air to tana was that um i'm also you know I, i've seen it in marriages where one minute is the husband who's doing so well financially mm. you know and the next minute things change especially with our economy mm-hmm. and it's the wife who's you know who's who's been given promotion or an opportunity comes to the wife mm-hmm. um or because someone is 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 really working their you know their talent their god given mm-hmm. talent um <clears throat> excuse me blessings begin to abound yes <clears throat> excuse me around them and um, yeah. you know this is the woman yeah. and she's following her passion yeah and she's doing very 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 well mm-hmm. so um you know now when you're dating someone mm-hmm. how do you then see that mm-hmm. to say that um ah in 10 years time i actually uh i actually realized that i'll probably not be earning as much as she is she'll be earning more than me you know these are things that you can't see yeah. but um you know one thing that i love about the word of god is that it 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 it's so so clear about who god is you know when he talks about him being alpha and omega knowing the beginning mm. and the end mm. so he's the one who knows our future mm. and we have to also incorporate prayer when we are courting yes. it's so important to pray about the partner that you're with yeah. and for god to reveal these things to you and for you to have wisdom and understanding when it comes to the things that god yeah. begins to reveal about your partner so that you're also making not only an informed decision from what you're seeing with your physical eyes mm. but it's also informed from what you're seeing with your spiritual eyes. Yeah. I love the example of Strive and Sisi. Mm. You know when you listen to their testimony um Ye Econet and mm. um you hear them talking and how she was the one who was at work while mm. he was pursuing his passion like what pastor was talking about mm. you know pastor M was talking about his passion you know telecoms mm-hmm. and everything and all the threats everything that was happening i mean that woman yeah. could have given up you know mm-hmm. and it took yeah. i remember in one you know in 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 the testimony that he gave he was talking mm. about one time visitors coming and all they could give them was black tea mm. they didn't even have any sugar they didn't even have any milk they didn't even have any bread oh, and wow. how for yes, <laughs> right? and how for a long time um yeah you know uh, people were actually giving them groceries because the salary was just enough to cover certain things that at some point mm. in time they weren't even able to pay rent and mm-hmm. uh, you know cuz her salary wasn't enough so they were living off her salary for a long time hey mm-hmm. before econet came into being and now look who's the one who's you know who who god raised up then financially and um you know and look at where they are now but mm-hmm. everybody forgets that there's actually that side of their story um cuz all we're seeing is strive our zimbabwean billionaire yeah. and things like that but we actually don't know you know the the whole journey so imagine yeah. if she had looked at him and thought oh this guy you know <laughs> uh, yeah. you know <laughs> no thank you i yeah. don't I, exactly you yeah. exactly <laughs> chasing dreams exactly you know but um he talks about how she was very prayerful mm-hmm. how she was you know already a believer and how she's the one who also brought him to christ 
But I believe that her prayerfulness and everything, you know, did a lot of work in where he is now and also helped her to see where God was taking him. So to also release the long suffering and the patience that she needed to walk with him while they're waiting for these things to come to pass. Wow. Okay. Just also on the issue of of, uh, passion and because again, sometimes you can find the person you know, that you believe is is your spouse at a young mm. age. Yes. Mm. And again, it, it now comes to what are they passionate about? Mm. Because when you, when you have said, you know, when you have studied each other's passions, you understand each other's passions, yes. then really later on, it won't matter who actually is making more money mm-hmm. because you've got the same passions or you've, your key passions overlap. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you will, wow. for example, some people are like, uh, in the world that we're going into, mm. there's no need to own a house because we will be highly mobile. Okay. That's that particular person's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Whereas okay. for you, your viewpoint is, <laughs> I want to have a home. Yeah. No matter where I end up in the world, I want to have a home. Yeah. So you'll understand that if you have the, those divergent views, Mm. It means whoever may be the the main breadwinner or the person who has a greater salary, they mm. will inevitably invest in their passion. Mm-hmm. They will tell you, <laughs> I am not putting money into a house mm-hmm. because my passion is traveling. Okay. Whereas if it's the person who passion is to have a house they will say i am putting my money in my house mm. i don't care what you are saying a house <laughs> is important yeah okay, so yeah. but once you've assessed and you've seen we have similar passions mm. then it means that whoever is earning uh, the greater amount of money will be investing in those passions so you'll know that ah i am really passionate about property Okay. Wow. So if my wife is also passionate about property, if she's earning more than I am, mm. I know that I'm not worried because at the end of the day, we are going to buy property. Yes. It's in the same vision. Wow. Yes, we are in same. the same. We, we may have, she may say double story. I'm saying I won't live in a double story. <laughs> yeah. We may have those kinds of disagreements. Yeah. But on the key issue, we are on the same page. Wow. So... Even as as young people where I've got nothing, Mm. she's got nothing, Mm. but what is she passionate about? How does she see her life developing? How does he see his life developing? Mm. What are the things that drive him? What are the things that drive her? Then you know you can make a judgment call from there to say, yes, we can move in the same direction. From what you said... That's very interesting. I picked up something when you spoke about the person who's earning the most kind of then tends to throw their money into their to their passion or whatever they want to do. Like that raises the question of leadership and money in marriage. How does that work? Say, for example, we'll have a situation where normally from what we've heard and seen maybe in society that the man is usually the head and the leader, you know, of the family, what happens then when it's the wife earning more money than the guy and then she's saying, I'm going to invest in my passion. How do those power dynamics then now play out? How do you handle that kind of a situation? I think one of the challenges that we have is, I think maybe from Zimbabweans, I don't know about other uh, cultures, Mm. but people tend to identify themselves with the amount of money that they are making. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That's their identity. If they are making a little bit of money, they accept that they are inferior somehow. Okay. If they are making a lot of money, they see themselves as superior. Mm. And so I can, because I'm superior, I can do as I wish because mm. I have or I am making more money, which wow. is which is uh, a dangerous thing mm-hmm. because you should actually look to have a common identity where you are saying this is who I am, but it's not me, it's we. Mm-hmm. Okay, me and and me and my spouse. This is who I am, mm-hmm. and so wh- whichever part you are, you are investing in the who I am, which is the two of you. Okay, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so you are whether the woman is making more, yeah, or the guy is making more, it won't matter because you are investing in the common identity. Mm-hmm. Where where the the agreement should be, or where the understanding should be, is that there there would need to be discretionary spending, mm-hmm. okay. which I can then spend if I'm buying myself my football jerseys. You you don't like it, but it <laughs> that's my thing. I I can do that. Mm-hmm. And if she's buying her weave, and you're thinking. $400 on <laughs> hair. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> but that's her thing. Yeah. And it's not an issue because we are investing in what we agreed, what we identified that this is us. And so one shouldn't necessarily feel that, ah, now, Dinda Kutonga. I have more money. Mm. Uh, maybe the husband was studying while the wife was working. Mm-hmm. And so he felt, ah, I can't say anything or I'm nothing mm-hmm. because I'm a student and she's the one earning money. Mm-hmm. But now he gets the job and, you know, God favors him. He gets promoted. Mm-hmm. His salary is double hers. Mm-hmm. It's not like, yeah, <laughs> yeah now I've arrived. Now, yes, I now, so yeah. <laughs> now we are going to yes. do what I wanted yeah. all along. Okay. Then, you know, you, this, is, this is why when you are quoting, mm. these kinds of discussions and questions are very important. Mm. Uh, back and forth. It's okay to have uh, heated uh, or engaging discussions mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so that you find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't want, the last thing you want to be when you're dating is a, a yes person mm. or let me just keep quiet person. Mm. It's important for someone to know who you really are because there'll come a time in life where you're like, you know what? I can't pretend anymore. Mm. It's over. I, uh, I can't yeah. pretend anymore. And someone's like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> Why are you changing? <laughs> you know, and you, you never actually changed. You just yeah. didn't show them your, your true colors. Yeah. So it is a, a sensitive topic sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's a necessary one. Mm. But if you approach it, for example, from the angle of where you are finding out what do you love? What are you passionate about? Where do mm. you see us? Mm. You know, then it's not it's not so heated. Okay. Because you are finding out in a good way. You know? Okay. Yeah, I think uh, it's important to recognize is someone teachable or mm. not? <clears throat> Excuse me. Do they have a, a desire to learn? Do they have a desire to become better? Do they have a desire to change if there's something that's not right? Mm. Because some people have just not been exposed. Mm. So you can ask those questions. They will not give you an answer that meets your standard because you are exposed and they are not. Mm. The question becomes, are they willing to learn? Mm. 
Mm. There are certain areas where uh, my wife is a great cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that before I married her. Yeah. <laughs> but I had no intentions of learning uh, how to become a chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't. Mm-hmm. So if she had wanted a chef as a husband, yeah. she would have known that, okay, this guy can't cook. Mm-hmm. And he also doesn't want to learn how to cook. <laughs> then she will know that, ah, let me not go there. Mm. Okay. And it's the same thing with finances. Yeah. Somebody may know something mm-hmm. or they may not know. And if they don't know, are they willing to develop in that area? Mm. Or as far as they are concerned, they know everything that they need to know mm. about money. The know-it-alls. <laughs> so, if they are a know-it-all, yeah. they know everything that they need to know. Yeah. Or they have figured out what they want and they are not willing to compromise. Sure. Then you know that this uh, will not work out for me mm. if there are not other areas that sort of compensate yes. for that, for mm. this particular area. Mm. But it's a key area. I would say maybe it's one of four. Mm. You know, you've got your finances, you've got your intimacy, mm-hmm. you've got your parenting, mm. and then you've got your in-laws. Wow. Uh, you know, those are really, <laughs> those can be really four key areas and yeah. it's right up there. Yeah. Those, you know, especially with our African families, people like to interfere. Mm. Uh, they, they, they know what you should be doing. Yes. Uh, and your, do. life is, your life is their experimenting ground. <laughs> My yes. son is earning this much. He should be buying this, 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 and that. Yeah. Yes. They, people tried to. This Marora is spending our money. Exactly. 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 So and you are a witch, and <laughs> so on. Uh, if if uh, there is a change in the husband's behavior, mm. if you've brought in wisdom and he starts walking in that wisdom, Ooh, and they don't like the wisdom, oh the enemy. <laughs> oh but that can gosh. be key because some people are so connected. To their families that yeah. they'll choose their family over their spouse wow. you're trying to reason with your wife and says ah you don't treat my mother like that or no my father said or my brothers were saying or my sister said and that's it <laughs> you know and you'll be oh like hold goodness. on but you're married to me but yeah. it doesn't matter uh, or some, uh, the guy will be ah, like that is that's a my big mom. issue <clears throat> the guy will be like that's my mom you don't talk to my mom like that or whatever mom, mom says goes so it's one of those you know, key mm. issues. But if you know that uh, he's not so good in this area, mm. but wow, you know, I love to laugh and this person makes me laugh. That's... You know, uh, <laughs> I can laugh with nothing in the cupboard, you know, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll, that'll do it for can me. Can you laugh with nothing in the cupboard? <laughs> yes, the, people, are, people are different. Yeah. You need to know. That's what I'm saying. You need also need yeah. to know yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Self-awareness. Can yeah. I tolerate this for five years? <laughs> then you have to ask yourself, in five years, can this person be where I need them to be? Wow. For me to be the person that I believe. Because, wow. again, not everyone is looking for the same thing mm. in exactly. life. Some people find fulfillment in different things. Mm. Mm-hmm. So... Definitely the self-awareness is important. And Mm. so you are then looking at this person. And when you are doing your observing, your investigating, your discussions, Mm. you want to see, uh, are they matching where I'm seeing my life going? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is deep. 
So much to think about. <laughs> wow. Another question that just came up to me, like in terms of this managing the spending, like when it comes to the families and whatnot, mm, someone might just decide to, I'm going to send money to my mother mm-hmm. and doesn't mm-hmm. even consult. I'm going to send money to my brother, my, yeah. you know. And that whole situation just, you know, raises the question of that one bank account thing. Is that something yes. that's advised for couples to have yeah. just one bank account where everything yeah. goes in mm-hmm. and everyone has access to it and they can spare? How does that work when it comes to... Yeah, is it an indicator of the one flesh relationship? If we don't have a joint <laughs> account, are we really married? Uh, uh, Well, if you don't have a joint account, you are married. But uh, again, it's down to also the spending habits Mm. that people may have. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it's me, if I say I have no money, I have no money. Mm. If my wife says she has no money, she's got money. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not available to me. Yeah. (laughs) You understand? So you have that difference. Mm. So if all that we are getting goes into one account, Mm. I can take it to zero. No, you understand? Exactly. I I hear what you say. For her, zero is 30%. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that then becomes another source of conflict. Wow. So... If there's that difference in viewpoints, mm. and it's not necessarily a bad thing, mm-hmm. then there's nothing wrong with, yes, we may have our joint account, mm-hmm. or we can apportion responsibilities mm. and say, you will cover this, 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 I will cover this, this, this. Mm-hmm. And then you you are not inviting unnecessary conflict. Conflicts, yeah. But as long as she knows, when I say I don't have, she knows I don't have. <laughs> It means zero, zero, zero. <laughs> if she says she doesn't have, I just know she's saying no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. So it's 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 not. It shouldn't be a deal breaker. Mm. Again, also because if assuming that there is uh, enough resources to say each person has some discretionary spending, mm. then there's nothing wrong with you deciding. I am keeping my discretionary spending in this account mm. okay. because maybe there's something you are saving up for yeah. okay. and if it's in a joint account and I'm the one yeah. who's there <laughs> I'm just doing a balance check and ah, seeing okay, that there's, there's money, money and then I swipe <laughs> and now my wife is like I was saving that money oh my goodness now you have yeah. disrupted my plans I'm like oh mm. oh no I'm sorry but wow. uh, my sorry doesn't put the money back hey, yeah. that, okay. that's it really so, doesn't it's important just to, to know what are we covering. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this a situation where it's all hands on deck, mm-hmm. where we need every penny? Mm-hmm. Or is it a situation where, look, we've met our primary needs, you know, the bills are paid, fuel fees are paid, mm-hmm. there's food, uh, and then there's still something left over. Mm-hmm. Then somebody, how he or she wants to handle that uh, discretionary spending mm-hmm. should be up to them huh. no okay. if you have also agreed let's save money then mm. you can have your joint savings account where you yeah. also agree yeah. uh i'll put 10 percent of my salary she'll put 10 percent of her salary uh but it's our money yes we can't go back and say ah but you know my 10 percent is three times your 10 percent <laughs> no we as, just... <laughs> we are putting 10 percent yeah uh, but yeah. it is our money. Yeah. We should never view it as this is my money mm. uh, because you are now creating a separate identity that shouldn't 
exist. Oh, wow. That's deep. Wow, that is so key and such a reasonable approach. Exactly. Or like, such a reasonable approach. I just learned so, something. Yeah, I just learned something. So, okay, if a couple decides to have separate bank accounts, is it a must that they must notify each other when they're about to make a purchase above any amount? So you've got your money in your separate accounts. Should you then agree on a limit to say, hey, husband, whenever you are spending something above, spending above 200 USD, you must let me know. So we can see whether yeah. we can afford Should that the other or... person give you the go ahead to spend if you have your separate account? Okay. Um, you, you know, you know um, I remember when we got married, one of the things that we did was that we, we, we set a particular cap mm. with regards to money, for example, that extended family can borrow from us oh, without wow. my having to tell him, for example. Okay. Mainly because there are inst- instances where, you know, someone sends a message and says, please, do you have 200 on you right now? I'm, mm. I just found a fuel queue and they're like three cars. Mm-hmm. You know, I can get in and, you know, you know what mm. I mean? You have emergencies like that or my sister's on the phone or... Or, you know, someone from his side of the family and there's a family member who's so sick and where I am, we can't talk at that mm. point in time. So he can't really money. wait for me, yeah, yeah, you know, to then say. So we agreed that a certain amount, um, you know, can be can be spent or can be used or can be lent or even mm. borrowed mm-hmm. um, without really telling the other person. And then you kind of inform the other person and then anything above that needs to be discussed. And I think it's a very good way of 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 starting because one, it allows you to be open uh, you know, towards one another regarding mm. what's coming in and what's going out, mm. um, you know. And then also, like, I mean, if you're about to make a big purchase, it, it would be so wrong of me to be telling him, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money. And then mm. a year down the line, he sees me driving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm you like, to me? yeah, exactly. You see what I mean? So, 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 so when it comes to having your, your separate accounts, um, mm. I think it's very, very important because one, the things that you are both, building towards for example yeah. if you want to make a big purchase like a house yeah um you know maybe cars i mean some people are able to afford to buy cars from their own salary without needing their spouse's salary mm. but it's good to talk about these things because your spouse will be very involved in the purchase of the car mm. especially the men you know and things like that mm. so it's very important to to maybe come up with an agreement and obviously what you agree on is also based on how much is coming in you mm-hmm. know for people who are probably making i'm just throwing figures out there you know mm. as a couple money is coming in and it's like 40,000 you know uh, per month or whatever it is so you'll probably find that they really don't mind if the wife goes out and spends 2,000 on jewelry and the husband spends 3,000 on his you know on his soccer jerseys and stuff like that so it's just very important for you to just work on it and just come up with um, with 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 a way of being open with one another mm. regarding your purchases and so forth and 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 I think it's just important because once you've got that openness in your finances it becomes easy to become open in a lot of other things. Yeah. It right. becomes much, much easier to become open in a lot of other things because um, I know like in, in the counseling sect, they like to call it financial infidelity. Mm. You know, oh, you're, that you're, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where you're doing things and, you know, your spouse doesn't know. I mean, even when it comes to, even as churches, um, you know, it's always been said that it's so important that if you feel led to give an offering, and it's like you want to give the car or the house. You can't just, you know, do that kind of thing without talking to your, to your partner. I've heard of stories where couples have said, go back and get those car keys. Go back and get those title deeds. You know, we didn't talk about it. We didn't yeah. agree. I didn't hear from God. Yeah. So I think it's just important that you just learn to be open right from the beginning or yeah. else. This is where other, other discretions begin to creep in. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and you, and then at the end of the day, this is where in-laws are also then able to say, my son was doing this for me. Mm. And why has this changed or whatever it is? You know, mm. you're, you're aware of what's going on mm. at every point in time. And in the event that I end up going and I use some money without telling him, I should then later tell him, oh, I then went out and I, and I bought this. I mean, he has a list on his WhatsApp where I said, oh, I... I saw this lovely gold chain that I like and this is where it is and I saw this watch and <laughs> so he knows that, you know, that's yeah. a future purchase <laughs> that's waiting to happen. For me, for both yeah. of us, somewhere along the way, you uh-huh. know, yeah. um, it hasn't happened yet but it's something that I'd love to do but, you know, it's mm-hmm. those kind of things where you're just open yeah. that, you know, I'd love to be able to do this or I'd love to then go out and get this or whatever it is, you know, and... Um, wow. And it's just yeah, it's it's so it's so important that even in this in the separate accounts there has to be openness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's yeah, I think, uh, as you were saying, accountability. Mm. You have to be willing to be accountable. Yeah. For whatever finances uh, you get, because mm. uh, we don't only get finances from our jobs. Mm. You know, maybe your your parents like to do things for you. Uh, your dad, your dad, still wants to just seize you as his little girl, and yeah. you know, he will just say, "Ah, I just thought of you," and uh, you get a message on your phone. There's five thousand that's gone into your account, uh, and you can say, ah, "I'm Thanks, not going Daddy. to say," <laughs> you know. But there's just the necessity to be accountable mm. and to become comfortable. Mm. Uh, we also just need to understand that look, we grow. Mm. We grow as people. Mm. So for now, if uh, for us to develop trust, if we need a, a only one account, mm-hmm. then let's have the one account so that we develop trust. 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 And yeah. Then later on, especially as as your uh, economic freedom increases, mm. then it'll be like, nah, it's okay. You, you, know, can, that, have you your... can do what you you know. You know I'm not even bothered about. Uh, the fifty dollars or the hundred or the three hundred anymore. Mm. You go ahead and do what you need to do. Mm. So there are some things that can be seasonal. Mm-hmm. You know, as you are building the trust, mm. as you are building your relationship, as you are discovering each other. Mm. Because again, some of the conflicts are not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the financial conflicts because you are discovering each other. Mm-hmm. You are learning about things. Mm-hmm. And then you are under, you are getting understanding about the words that were spoken, that maybe you had the conversation while you're dating, but it didn't really mean anything to you. Yeah. At the time. <laughs> but now that somebody is passionately expressing their disappointment with you yeah. about you using money for a, a soccer jersey or for your nails, <laughs> now you realize, oh, he was serious yeah. or she was serious. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it. But yeah. now that we've had this intense fellowship, I now understand. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, important, yeah, it's important to give each other that room to grow. Mm. You know, not all conflict is bad conflict. Mm. Some of it is good. Mm. And speaking of conflict now, there's one aspect, like especially in the economy that we live in, you yes. know, where things can get so tough and people start to develop these, this conflict based on now we don't have any more money we used to have or it's 10 years and we didn't reach the goals that we had set and mm. we still are scrounging to pay the bills, scrounging mm. to pay. I, I feel like some people, a lot of these days, nowadays would just say, hey, I can't eat love. I'm oh, checking true. out. Like, oh. I can't eat... Yeah, I can't love you if I'm This hungry. laughter is good, <laughs> but it's not 
Like I can't eat cabbage and and yeah. for the rest of my life. Mm. How 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 do you like navigate in those situations? Yeah, I think that's something that's happening a lot in mm. Zimbabwe. Mm. And for me, it's a lack of wisdom Ooh. because a lot of people, you have your targets, which is great. Mm-hmm. And you say in 10 years, I, I see myself here. Mm. And maybe this person, he promises you or she promises you, I'll take you there, honey. Don't you worry. <laughs> Just trust me. Yeah. You're going to get and, that out. Uh, yes. You went from uh, newlyweds who were renting a nice two-bedroom flat Mm-hmm. Uh, in town mm-hmm. to uh, old lewards who are, <laughs> you know, renting one room in Budiriro. Hey. Uh, things didn't go the way you, you had planned. Ooh. But you then have to look at are there extenuating circumstances. circumstances. Okay. Mm. I don't think anybody who got married in the 90s or mm. in the noughties <laughs> had any idea that things would, would be so bad, bad for yeah. so long yeah. in our country. Mm. And so these are some of the real dynamics that I'd play. Mm. So for one to have a fixed target mm. and then uh, judge a relationship based on whether that target was arrived at or not, mm. uh, that's uh, a lack of wisdom. Mm. And also it means that person never actually understood themselves. Mm-hmm. When when they got into marriage, uh, mm. they don't understand what marriage is. Uh, part of the vows that we say are for richer or poorer, <laughs> because it happens. It you look yeah. at uh, people who are billionaires and overnight gone. Mm. They've got nothing. It happens. It happens. These yeah. things happen. We don't wish it on anybody. Yeah. I think there was was it a Brazilian or some South American billionaire who lost billions just like that. And there you are, you thought, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm here for the pool, I'm here for the plane, I'm here for all of these things. <laughs> then you got into marriage with, mm. uh, with wrong expectations. Yes. Uh, yes, we pray you never experience financial challenges. Mm. But should they come along, you then have to be realistic. Again, mm. one of the struggles Zimbabweans have had, uh, married and single, is adjusting to reality. Yeah. Yes. That's Last tough. year you were earning a thousand bond, but a thousand bond was a thousand US. Exactly. Mm. So you were living a thousand US lifestyle. Yeah. Then guess what? Boom! Uh, whatever <laughs> happens, and now your thousand US is fifty US dollars. Mm. Yeah, the flip. And you are still trying to live like you are earning a thousand US. Mm. See, this is where people uh, hit a roadblock, and yeah. now someone is demanding from their spouse the thousand. Uh, U.S. dollar lifestyle, yeah. which is is unrealistic, yeah. And so they push for something which ends up getting them into a worse situation, mm. and the conflict can become quite nasty mm. to the point where people would say, "I'm going my way. I don't want to have any more of this." Mm. And you are letting go of something that the other areas were really good, mm. <laughs> and those areas are worth holding on to, because uh, a relationship that's strictly built on money. It will not fulfill you. Uh, that that can't be the solid rock on which you have built your relationship. Ah, okay. that's actually good. Yeah, that's really interesting. But 
just to piggyback off of something that you said, you said that a couple must recognize that the situation of financial lack that they find themselves in may be due to extenuating circumstances. What if it's just due to the other person's lack of initiative, lack of responsibility? Maybe they're just the person who's squandering money or they're not working hard enough or they are, they are making bad business deals. Should the other spouse say, hey, you are bad for my financial health, I'm leaving you? I think <laughs> it's, it's good to have audits, periodic audits, mm. where you are assessing that, ah, you know what? You did a deal, you got 100,000, mm-hmm. and we have nothing to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> Those kinds of conversations yeah. are needed. They are necessary. Yeah. Uh, which is why I mentioned earlier the issue of teachability. Is someone willing to learn? Mm. Are they willing to develop in that area? Mm. Then you'll be like, you know what? We may not get another 100,000. Or that 100,000 may have been, that's God blessing us and saying, here, go and do something with this. Mm. So we have to be good stewards. Mm. Okay. And what's been coming in, we haven't quite been the kinds of stewards we can be. Mm. And having seen how life can be, especially in Zimbabwe, Mm. we've been taught a lot of lessons about how things can change overnight. Mm. We have to be more responsible. Mm. We have to look at things differently. Uh, Mm. We we have to use our resources better. Mm. Uh, You should not be in a situation where you don't want to hear you can do better. Mm. You shouldn't be in a situation where you can't say let's do better. Mm. Um, yes, it can be a tense conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one wants to be told, ah, you, <laughs> <You're failing. laughs> you are failing. <laughs> no one likes to hear that. Yeah. But there are times when it's necessary. Mm. But it should also, there should also be some level of observation that goes into uh, this conversation beforehand mm-hmm. so that if I am the one bringing it up, and my wife is the the one who has the business mind. Mm-hmm. I then have to bring it up, and I'm you know in a way that uh, makes sense, mm-hmm. and in a way that is going to leave us better off. Mm. I can't just come and say, "Ah, you are failing. You are wasting our money. <laughs> Why are you not multiplying? Look yeah. at what other women are doing. <laughs> you are just no. Yeah. It may be factual <laughs> that mm-hmm. other women are doing better, but that's irrelevant. Mm. What is relevant is. I believe you are capable of doing better. Mm-hmm. I have watched you. I have seen you. I understand you mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I believe you can do more. I'm not a business person. She's a business person. So I can't give you business advice mm-hmm. until you do this, this, this. But I can say you've got to look for other things to do or to grow the business. Mm-hmm. And I, I look for ways to add to the person, to build the person. Because, mm. yes, we do relax. Mm. Ah, you know, if, if, I, if I walk out of here and someone says, ah, pastor, you know, go buy yourself a drink. Here's 10,000 U.S. I'm like, ah, wow, this is great. Yeah. You know, I haven't done this for myself or that for myself. Mm. And, uh, you know, if someone, call, you know how when you have money, somehow people know. Mm. That you've been. That, that you, <laughs> and then the phone calls start coming. Yeah. And then someone's like, ah, no, pastor, guess what? I'm selling this. Mm. I'm in a jam. You think, oh. Let me help them. Let me help him. Mm. You know? And he comes with his pickup and I'm like, okay, no, it's fine. How much is it? Yeah, I really need 10,000. Okay, I pay him 10,000. 
I get home and I'm like, ah, guess what? Somebody blessed me with 10,000. Then ah, this truck, this person needed help. So I they, I got the truck from there. She'll be like, uh, go and give that truck back. <laughs> we don't need a truck yeah, in this family. Yeah. You know? And so on. But it's just that we are all susceptible to those things. Yes. You know? And some things find you. Mm. Like I said, I don't know how, but people have a radar mm. of knowing you've just gotten some money. <laughs> <laughs> so these things happen and we have to be aware that we can mess up. But are we willing to improve? Mm. If we are willing to improve, then let's do what we can to do to do better. Oh, All right. I just wanted to sorry, just quickly say something where I'm kind of tying up what you said about adjusting, about being teachable and also at the same time uh, you're in the situation where the, the other partner is the one that's causing Mm. The lack, should we say, or the lack of uh, the lack of uh, productivity or mm. slowing down, um, you know, like what he said about the importance of of, of being teachable. It boils it boils down to communication mm. and also just adjusting. Um, like what he was saying about Zimbabweans that we need to adjust. So here you are, you're in this situation, right? If I then bring it up to my husband that um, you know this, these are the issues, and I can see, and I can see, I can see, mm. he must also be willing to then see that I'm probably better at administrating the finances so I'm releasing the financial administration to you mm. here you are here's the money you know let's mm. see what can happen because you are better at it and so forth and so forth mm. and you're managing he's adjusted I've adjusted mm -hmm. you know and we're now managing that situation we're now trying to find a way of resolving that conflict and then over the years I must also be observing and seeing where he's changing where I can actually then say oh wow you know Pastor M I actually see that you've changed here you are Let's mm. now begin to administer the finances together. I've actually seen that in the area of, of budgeting for what we need for mm. you know, the month in this area. You're actually better at it than I am. Let's mm. say it's fuel. So mm. here you are. You take care of you know, our, our money for fuel. We yeah. both need to be adjusting because we're changing as the years are going on. That's you know, true. So one minute, I might be a source of conflict. Mm. But in three years' time or so, I've actually woken up and I've been taught. I've learned and everything. So you also now need to release me and realize that, oh, wow. He or she has actually matured and they're now ready to be, mm. you know, released to do this. So it's time for me to also let go. So we're just adjusting as the years go on. Just as you're adjusting to having little, mm. you're also adjusting to having excess. Because mm -hmm. that can also happen. That's another dynamic. Mm. One day you wake up and suddenly, you know, he's done an amazing deal. <laughs> mm. And next thing there's like 500,000 in the house. Mm. You know, so what do we do? <laughs> do we go out and we go on holiday and we spend it all and we go to Las Vegas or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. Or we are now adjusting to what's just happened, the windfall, mm -hmm. and we're now working on that. Okay. Yeah. I think also it's important to be able to forgive. Because you have some people who hold on. <laughs> the grudges, you messed right? up. <laughs> you messed up. You <laughs> messed years up. Later, you yes. messed up. <laughs> yes, but because I asked for five dollars. Mm. <laughs> but we we need to learn to forgive. Yeah. And say, you know what, you messed up, uh, but I've forgiven you. Mm. Then it's easier when I'm having the discussion because I don't have that uh, mm. behind what I'm trying to accomplish. Okay. But if I have forgiven you, not to say that I don't want change or mm -hmm. that we don't need something better, mm -hmm. but I have forgiven you. Mm -hmm. And as you are learning, you're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And because I am so far ahead of you, it can really impact me mm -hmm. and hurt me. So I have to be able to forgive you of your financial sins. Yes. I forgive you, my child. <laughs> we just really need to be able to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, we will keep holding a standard, mm. which is good, mm. but it's not healthy. 
Okay. Yes. We people need time to grow. Mm-hmm. People, one thing in life you learn is that just because you said it doesn't mean somebody got it. <laughs> it may be five Ooh. years later and someone else is saying it. And then someone's like, wow, did you hear what they said? <laughs> and you'd be like, I've been saying that for the last five years. <laughs> for the past five years. <clears throat> but that's life. Wow. So you, you have to be able to forgive. Yeah. Like, okay, you messed up. Or someone's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I spent that money by mistake or I forgot. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, mom put me in a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were face to face. For me to then say I'm going to call you, I knew it was going to cause more problems and so on. So you have to be able to forgive and not say, but we agreed. Even when we got married, the vows you for- promised me. Yada, 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 yada. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to be able to forgive, cut each other some slack ah. while we are learning. Okay, but the slack is not for the person to hang the family. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's to say, okay, here's some leeway for you to learn, make some mistakes. Yeah. And then, uh, if need be, I'll step in. Okay. Yeah, so speaking of um, this man who's squandering money, there's been a saying that's been going around lately. Sorry, why isn't a woman who's squandering okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. Joking, that's a good question. I'm no, then, <laughs> Carry on. No, I just wanted to paint this picture. No, no, so let, let it be a man. Let it be a man who's squandering the no, money. No, let it be a woman who's squandering the money in your example. Okay, okay, fine. But I was going to paint this picture that usually people say that the true test of a woman happens... The true test of a woman's commitment in marriage mm-hmm. is shown when there is financial lack. And the true test of a, of a man's commitment in marriage is shown when there's financial excess. That when there's financial excess, men tend to change their behaviors. And when there's financial lack, women tend to wane in their commitment and their devotion to the marriage. Do you agree, Pastor Christina? No, I, I, I don't. You know why? Um, I remember, you know, Bishop Bismarck would always say it, and I think even Miles Monroe once said it, that Money just brings out what's already in a person. Wow. You know, so I, I, I think it's the same with the lack of, mm. that it just brings out um, what's already in you. Mm. Yes, in all honesty, it, 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 it's, it's not a good situation mm. um, when, you know, when, um, when there's lack, because when I was looking up the word lack and it was talking about, you know, deficiency in something mm. and so on, um, it does take its, its toll if it's, if you find that you're dealing with it month on month and month and month and you know and 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 it really does eventually begin to eat at you and so on and so mm-hmm. on you know mm-hmm. so you obviously need to to look at what's happening and you need to see what you can come up with in terms of answering uh, that area of deficiency and that area of lack you know and also the question is um you know what 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 is really lacking mm-hmm. if 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 i remember reading something and they were saying that you know if you can if you're sleeping on a bed and you've got a roof over your head and you've got, um, you know, you're going to school and so forth. You're actually part of that. I forgot what percentage that's mm. actually considered to be doing quite well. Yeah. Um, you know, and yet someone else will be thinking that's just basic. You know, mm. I want to be driving. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be. So the other question would be, what really is, is the lack? Mm. You know, if, if suddenly I can't take her out to dinner every weekend like I used to. And then she begins to tell me off and tell me that I'm useless and whatnot. And look at our friends, they're still going on dates and whatever. You know. <laughs> mm. Then, you know, then, then obviously there's a, you know, there's, there's a real problem there. Mm. But if it's, uh, you know, if, 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 if there are a lot of things, especially important things, if we're talking about needs, not ones that are, 
not being met, then obviously you need to sit down as a couple and you mm. need to talk about it, mm. you know. And if it's not in you to be someone who who says nasty things or who's got a nasty spirit in you, mm. you'll know to sit down and deal with the issue in a in a very um, a mature way mm. and a very respectable manner. Mm. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll think things through, you'll think the conversation through mm. and so forth before you bring it up. You'll also look mm. for an opportune moment, you know, to, to talk about it and so on. Mm. And then it also the same with men, you know, when, 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 when we talk about men who suddenly have money because, uh, you know, they're Christian men who've had excess and then they end up cheating on their wives and they mm. end up being abusive and so forth. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's not that he suddenly learned to be abusive and to start cheating on his wife because, mm. um, be, because he had, you know, he has the money. It was already in there. The money just brought it out because now it's got an outlet. Mm. It's got something to express itself on. You know, mm. I now can actually take that girl that I've been doing. Yes. He's, he's been lusting after these women. That's the truth. Ooh. You know, all this while Ooh. now he suddenly is able to step up and say, Hey, you know, mm. I can take you out for lunch. You know, yeah. I can do this, I can do that, things that he wasn't able to do. But when you've got your, 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 how can I put it? I don't want to say hungers, but when you've got these things, um, you know, daily as we crucify our flesh, like the Bible says, mm. when you've killed your flesh and it's more about the spirit man in control and so forth, mm. no matter what comes your way, whether it's a billion dollars today, whether it's a hundred million dollars today, mm. I look at great men and women of God who are doing well in, in, in ministry and mm. you don't have, you know, there's no scandal mm-hmm. about them, you know, with, with other women and so forth. You know, mm. they're doing it because they've crucified the flesh. Mm. There's Discipline nothing. Is. Yes, exactly. You know, there's, yeah. there's the, 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 that, that, the, the lusts of the flesh are not there to be fed. It's just mm. that now something is able to feed on something and it's got something that it's feeding on. And that's what then changes this man. And then for the woman now, um, whatever she was feeding on, because... I'm thinking that, um, you know, I know of people who are very well off, but you'd never see it when you see them. You know, Mm. you could never tell from the car that they drive or the way they live their lives or whatever it is. So automatically, you know that if they were to lose that money, highly likely it wouldn't change anything. They'll probably just work at rebuilding and seeing where they made mistakes and how can I get back to where I was before? Oh, my Mm. goodness, I lost so much. And when you talk to them, you'll actually discover that over the years, they actually made serious mistakes where they lost huge amounts of money, but they learned lessons mm. and, and so forth and so forth. So they're just able to live within and they've probably set a cap on how much they want to live on and so on. And they know and they understand this is important and this is important. I don't need to spend on this. I don't need to show people that I've got money. Mm-hmm. You know, they, this is not necessary or whatever it is, you know. So I think it's just all about about making sure that your spirit man is being fed and you're maturing wow. in that area. Then you can yeah. deal with the excess and you can deal with the lack. Wow. You know. That's good. That's yeah, I think... Good. Uh, the advice people are being given out there uh, tends to actually go in line with what uh, you were saying, mm. uh, where a woman will be asked, what are you doing with that person? Yes. Hey, mm. Those questions come up because a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. what is he doing for you? Yeah. What, what does he have? Mm. Find somebody better. You know, mm. You're a fool. You are still young. You are still this. You are still mm. that. Imagine if Titi had listened to people saying that to her. Hey. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> regret. But uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the advice that is out there. Mm. As well as somebody has money and they are being asked, are you okay? Are you normal? <laughs> How do you not have girlfriends? Mm. If you have money. How do you not have a second wife or a third wife? That's, mm. that's what a real man, you know, does. That's how you prove your manhood. Mm. So you have this kind of uh, advice that's out there, this kind of thinking. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, that's how we end up with these expressions, uh, gold digger. Mm. You know, uh, because this is how a lot of people are thinking. Mm. And there are divorces that are happening because this guy is down you know, on his luck, as the mm. saying goes. And uh, it's been three months and that's it. I'm out of here. Okay, because <laughs> wow, this is where you see. Okay, someone's god is Mammon. Hey. Money is my is my god, and this person Ooh. has not been developing mm. as an individual. Mm. Okay, one has your faith been developing? Mm. Has your intelligence been developing? Mm. You know, have you been growing your emotional intelligence? Have you been mm. developing that? Have you been developing your financial intelligence? Mm. All of these things. And a lot of times you may find that some people have not been developing those areas. Mm. They still want uh, someone else to do things for them, maybe that they're actually capable of doing themselves. Mm. Or they are failing to see the value that is right in front of their eyes. Uh, you know, if we look at a car, for example, let's take an S600. Mm-hmm. You give it to a young person, he's just thinking, wow, this car is fast. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he's appreciating. And maybe the radio. Okay. <laughs> this it's car is fast. Car. And when it's I'm loud. driving, yeah. people are... So I can show, people can feel me. Mm. Whereas someone who's much older, is like, wow, this car is comfortable. You know, I can relax when I'm in here. This is actually my thinking space. Mm. Okay, so they are deriving a completely different benefit from, from the, the same, same car. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so has your relationship matured to where you are deriving other benefits mm. than just the monetary ones? Mm. Oh, he buys me this, he buys me that. That's great. Mm-hmm. But have you matured to a level where you have also learned to appreciate other things? Mm. There are some people who may be the, you know, the the guy will take care of her but ignore the children. Mm. You know? hey. And in the wow. beginning, it's fine because you're the one who wants to be pampered and what, what. But after a while, you've had all these things now mm. and you're thinking, hey, you know, or you feel bad because you get home, you've got a new hairstyle. You know, you've got five, 400 US on your head mm. and your child... <laughs> Is eating sadza, nemavej. Oh, gosh. Now, suddenly, you know, it doesn't feel so good. Mm. You start to feel. Now, that hair on your head doesn't make you feel so good anymore, mm. right? Because you are realizing there are other things to life. So mm. now you are maturing, mm. you know? And so the relationship has to, to, to develop to where you're saying, look, hey, thank you so much. But, hey, you know, having a little so-and-so eating only sadza and maveji won't work for me. Mm. Okay, so there is that development. So if people are not developing, then you'll find, yes, they'll say, you know what, there's no money, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, you know what, there's more money now, I'm taking on a second wife. If you don't like it, you can leave. Okay, so you do have that. I was, uh, I'd gone to uh, Mudzi a few weeks back, and I was being told that there was this guy, you know, he's got a car and he was... He couldn't maintain the car. He was hoping to sell it. And the first thing that he was going to do once he got the money from the car was to take another wife. Uh. Because <laughs> that's, that's the mindset, uh-uh. is that more money <laughs> means more wives. Whoa. <laughs> and that's how people, some yes. people have been socialized. But it's mm. true, it's true. There are people okay, who So actually... like uh, sh- uh, my wife was saying earlier, that look, how was somebody brought up? 
So if they were brought up with that thinking, then they'll think, ah, but I'm, I'm doing what is right, what is expected. Mm. And what kind of woman says no? Mm. Ah, this should, you should be proud that, that uh, your, your man <laughs> is now on a new financial level. You see, and the vice versa, the woman would be like, no, but, you know, you promised to take care of me. You're not mm -hmm. taking care of me the way that I want. So why are you surprised mm -hmm. that I'm leaving? Mm. So you do have those kinds of uh, advice out there, mm. but it's not a healthy advice and it's yeah. not advice that one should follow because it a lot of times is divorced from reality. Yes. And is divorced from wisdom. Mm -hmm. because wisdom will tell you you actually only need one wife. Mm -hmm. You know, you actually only need one husband. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you can live without those things. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not the source of joy and peace mm -hmm. because people with those things, you know, they have no joy, they have no peace. Mm -hmm. Or if, if, you know, if you're not liking their things on Facebook or Instagram, they're upset. <laughs> so you realize that, okay, those things don't give what you think they give. Yes. So it's important for us to grow in, in wisdom, mm -hmm. to mature, and to realize, look, life has its ups and downs. Yeah. When I'm up, I must be disciplined. When I'm down, I must be disciplined. The same. Yeah, the lack wow. is not a reason for me to, to leave. Mm. Uh, prosperity is not a reason for me to say, I am upgrading in quotes, you know, mm. it's, you're not upgrading. You are actually you know, messing up your life. Yeah. yeah. The Bible insists, delight yourself in the wife of your youth. Yeah. In other words, yes, everybody changes, mm. you know, but don't follow the wisdom of the world that says you, you somehow upgrade. Mm. It's, yeah, you can't upgrade your wife, you know, and you can't upgrade your, your husband. Yes. Mm. Wow. Oh. Such wisdom. I know, right? Like, yeah. we've learned so much we've today. We've learned so much today. It's incredible. Thank you so much for the nuggets of wisdom, Pastor C and Pastor M. You're very welcome. We really You're appreciate welcome. it. You're very welcome. Oh, my goodness. Now I have to go think about teachability, about <laughs> observation, about all of these things, about discipline. Wow. You've oh. left us with so much to think about it. I'm sure our viewers are so appreciative and so thankful. Thank you so much for having, for coming Today. And sharing your yeah. wisdom with us. It's, it's been an amazing episode. Like, oh, I think, yeah, there was so much to learn. <laughs> mm. Like, so, so much to learn. And it's good. Like, what you're saying, there's a lot of wrong advice out in the world. Yes. Mm. So it's always good when we have you guys who are taking the biblical approach, giving us the wisdom to actually say, don't follow or be conformed to the ways of the thinking mm. that the world is going, mm. but mm. follow the wisdom that God has given us. Yes. You know, mm, yes. that's actually good. So thank you so much. Yeah, You're thank welcome. you. You're, well. You're welcome. And thank you for uh, having us on your uh, podcast. Oh, it was our pleasure. It, <laughs> it was, was our, our pleasure. All right. So this is the end of our podcast for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week. Yeah. See ya. We're out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.